My guest today is Tom Gann, creator of the EV-focused YouTube channel, Ludicrous Feed. On the channel, you find a host of great content on brands such as Tesla and BYD. Plus, Tom hosts a regular live podcast on his channel covering a range of EV topics. I'm Adrian Maidment, and this is the EV Quest podcast. Uh, hello, Tom. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Hi, good, good to meet you. I watched a lot of your videos. Thank you. Well, just for a start, Tom, what motivated you to start your EV channel? Yes, yeah, so it all started in 2016, actually, before I started the channel. Uh, I was driving, believe it or not, around uh, Sydney, a diesel SUV, and uh, it was impacting the health of my family. Uh, every time they would step in the vehicle, uh, every time I parked it in the garage, uh, the fumes would make them cough, and we've got asthmatic children, uh, so it wasn't good for their health, so uh, I could either buy a, a sort of a more fuel-efficient vehicle, or I could look at electric. Uh, and of course, Tesla was the market leader at the time, so I thought, hey, why not? Let's, uh, let's buy a Tesla and see if their health improves, and yes, it has, I must say. And do you get those, um, I think... In your comments on your website, you said you got lots of questions when you bought it about like why have you actually bought a electric vehicle? Were people surprised you bought one? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, at the time, um, you know, there weren't many EVs around, so um, you know, obviously the the health benefits, there weren't many questions about that, but it was more around the longevity of the battery. Um, I guess that's still one of the top questions I get asked today: how long do these batteries last? Um, and obviously, it was you know quite expensive at the time to buy an EV. It still is, relatively speaking, in Australia. Uh, it is getting cheaper, but yeah, I think the battery longevity was probably the number one question back in twenty sixteen. And do you still uh, and do you still own your Tesla? I've still got the Model S, uh, twenty fifteen Model S. I bought a second hand, by the way. Um, and about to do a battery longevity test on it. I'm expecting it to be around the ten percent mark. Uh, I did a preliminary one the other day, and yeah, it's about that. So I'll do once I calibrate it properly, it should be around ten percent. So after eight years, uh, almost eight years, and the battery warranty is about to run out in six months, I'm pretty happy with ten percent. I guess not many people have been able to achieve that level of research. Yeah, that's right. I think you need. Um, I'm, well, I'm using an app called Scan My Tesla, which plugs into the car itself via an OBD port. So I don't think you can get much more accurate than that than plugging it straight into the car. Is there a car outside the Tesla range that's really impressed you over the last 12 months? Or are you a diehard Tesla fan? <laughs> no, no, I'm not a diehard Tesla fan, or at least not relatively speaking, <laughs> compared to some of my uh, other uh, social media uh, friends that I've seen. Um, no, I, I'm always on the lookout for something better. Um, and at the moment, I think I'm, I am biased towards cars or car companies that are fully invested in EVs. Um, I'm not, I'm happy to look at other brands that sort of dabble in it, but I'm really only interested in car companies that really have put everything into it because they can see the future is coming. Um, so in my opinion, for value for money, I think car company like BYD, um, presents really good value. If, if you can't, you know, if your, if your budget doesn't extend to buying a Tesla, then <clears throat> in Australia, BYD is probably, um, probably the next best option, I think for value for money. You've got several videos on the BYD Addo 3, haven't you? Yes. So uh, EV Direct, who are the suppliers here in Australia, all the distributors, have uh, been very kind to uh, loan me and my family uh, a BYD Addo 3 over the summer, our summer. Um, had it for six weeks in January, so very grateful to them. 
and we managed to do a road trip from Sydney to Melbourne and back again. So I think that's one of the, you know, one of the great road trips in Australia, Sydney to Melbourne. And yeah, it fared really well. Um, I was very happy with it all the way and back. So I watched you go to each, you go to each stop, wouldn't you? And to see if the, the power was working and everything and, <laughs> uh, but everything go pretty, pretty smoothly, smoothly. Yeah. I got a few comments around whether I should have stopped that often, but as I kept saying, it's the whole point of the video was to show what was out there rather than try and get there quickly. Um, and at the moment it's hit and miss the non-Tesla DC network. It could be better. Um, but I think we'll get there. I think since I went on that trip, a lot more have been installed in our state in New South Wales, um, and certainly in other states too. So hopefully we can repeat that trip in six months, 12 months, whatever, and um, show the folks what has improved. Yeah. How would you describe the state of um, sort of EV uptake in, I guess, New South Wales, since that's your home state? Yeah, I think I've been following the trends over the last few uh, months, and I think New South Wales is probably the most progressive when it comes to um, uh, encouraging EV owners. Um, they've had a great policy in the last few months um, that had funding rounds uh, for third-party suppliers and installers to put in new EVs in the state. Um, if not fully funded, then partially funded, which is great. That encourages business. And yes, uh, not just Tesla superchargers, but also uh, non-Tesla DC charging uh, stations will be popping up very soon. I think it was more like a two-year plan. So uh, I'm very curious to see what will happen in the next couple of years. Um, and also some of the uh, gas stations or petrol stations are starting to get in on it too. Um, and companies like Ampol and BP are starting to put EV charges in their petrol stations. I guess that's a good fit because you know, petrol stations are naturally where people stop anyway to fuel up and to recharge, so to speak. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see improvements in the gas stations and petrol stations, um, maybe some sitting areas because obviously EV charging takes longer, uh, some more recreations around. So, yeah, I think things are looking up in New South Wales. Do you think Tesla's going to retain its dominance along with, say, BYD in the future? Yeah, I think... Well, it's hard to say, but I mean, obviously worldwide, BYD is number one, and that's thanks to the Chinese domestic market. Um, the word on the street, I think, I think Tesla is still an aspirational brand. Uh, you know, people in Australia still sort of use Tesla and EV as sort of synonymous. You know, Tesla is EV at the moment, uh, but not to say BYD is not nipping at the heels. They're certainly number two in this country. Um, so... I think give it 12 months uh, as more cars enter the country and people start to see them driving around, uh, curiosity will peak. And um, yeah, like I said, the, the value is there for BYD. That's that's where the they'll get the advantage. Yeah, they've had a great, sort of a great launch in New Zealand. They should have made a video of that. They sort of came from nowhere. Then everyone was like, I'll buy that. You know, I've heard nothing about them, but I'm going to buy it. So it was sort of, an, it was an amazing piece of uh, just sort of branding from from coming from nowhere, Italy. Just on your your YouTube EV YouTube fame, where's that taken you recently? Um, fame. Well, that's I don't know about fame, but um, well, events. It, <laughs> it's only increased my reach, which is which is great. Um, like the, the aim is aim of the channel was to increase awareness of EVs, which I think hopefully it's achieved um, in step with the uptake yeah. in Australia. So I'm very grateful for that. Uh, it's taken me to amazing places, actually. Um, I've been invited to some product launches recently. Like BYD's been very kind to invite me to their, you know, at a three launch in Australia. I've uh, been invited to other launches. Like MG's been very kind as well. Um, they're very cool launches. 
uh, been able to test drive a lot of press cars. Um, that's opened a few doors there. And, you know, I've always said, if you want to be a fan of a Tesla or whatever brand you're a fan of, you need to try the rest. You can't just sort of put all your eggs and go, yep, I love this brand. And I, I'm naturally uh, very scientific by nature. So I need to make sure that, you know, what I'm plugging or what I'm advocating is still the best. Um, whether it be another EV brand or just ICE cars in general. So I'm always doing comparisons, uh, always doing road test test drives of other vehicles, other brands to make sure uh, that, yeah, that Tesla's still, you know, ahead of the game, so to speak, um, and see what the competition exists out there at the moment. So, yeah, my, my channel certainly helped me, um, yeah. helped me do that because people know what I'm about, what the channel's about. Uh, I try to be as unbiased as I can, try to be fair and balanced, and I think um, other manufacturers appreciate that. And you were at the recent Fully Charged show. Yeah, yeah, Fully Charged Live. That was awesome. Great to see Robert Llewellyn and his team uh, yeah. set up in Sydney and, um, yeah, showcase what's current, the current state of play, so to speak, in Australia um, and a bit of, bit of a taste of what's, what's out there for the rest of the world. Uh, we saw the MG4 launch in Australia too, so I'm looking forward to testing that. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think um, the team have yeah. uh, posted that they'll be back in 2024 in Sydney again. So, yeah, I think big, bigger and better things from here on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was the, was the MG just with the MG? I've sort of read a lot of reviews how great it is. Does it does it does it look that good? And in, in, in the flesh, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I you could probably compare it to say the Atto Three. They're, they're fairly similar in size. I had a quick look at it. Um, I think there was a website saying it's very close to the Golf, the Volkswagen Golf in terms of size. Um, yeah, I think in terms of range, it's okay. It's sort of hitting that that magic 400k mark for the extended version as well. So it's okay. Like, I don't think it'd be a, it's probably not a, a family car. It's probably a little bit small for that. Um, but like for an urban vehicle, for maybe a, a young family or a, you know, like a couple or a single person, uh, I think, I think that'd be fine. It's a nice urban vehicle. And probably good for, um, good yeah. for sort of short to medium sized road trips. Yeah. What's a car you're looking forward to checking out this year, Tom? Yep. So coming up, I've got um, the Kia EV. Sorry, Kia EV6 GT. Um, Kia kind enough are kind enough to loan me that uh, next month. So if you're watching my channel, look out for that. Um, from the BYD point of view, I am looking forward to um, testing the Seal when it lands eventually in Australia, and then the Dolphin as well. Um, Tesla, we're waiting for a real drive Model Y to be delivered uh, to our household. So. Uh, yeah, looking forward to giving more reviews on that too. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm still waiting for other Chinese brands to come into the market like Xpeng, Neo. Uh, I think the market's ripe for those brands to come in and, um, offer some affordable type vehicles in the country. Also the Kia EV9, that looks pretty yeah. cool. Um, nice big SUV, good for the road trips. Yeah, because I read that you've got solar panels on your roof, house of your roof. Is that the way to go for long-term savings? Oh, yeah. I, I think I think solar, if, that, I think if you if you do renewables, you got to kind of look at your house as a whole, whole different picture. Like it's, it's part of the whole infrastructure, the whole ecosystem. So now the car belongs to the house, belongs to the roof, belongs to your battery. You got to think of it as, as a whole. So yes, yeah, certainly having solar panels will help your... EV fuel consumption because if you are at home at any time during the day and you've got sun, there are apps out there that can help siphon excess solar to your car rather than sending it back to the grid for nowadays the pittance. It's not much money, so you might as well charge your car up. 
Um, and obviously, it'll save money for your house as well because uh, you can offset all your electricity with solar during the day. And then obviously, if you've got a battery, uh, you can soak up some of that in the battery and then power your house at nighttime when everyone's home and doing the dishes and cooking and bathing or whatever, showering. Um, and yeah, I think, as I said, a whole ecosystem, including your house, your home, sorry, your car, your solar panels. Um, yeah, and I think I think that's the way forward. What would you say have been the biggest advantages you've found from, from owning an EV? Yeah, um, I think number one is the convenience. Um, I live in a house, I'm lucky enough to have a house in Sydney, uh, so I can plug in at night into my garage wall charger, uh, wall connector, and um, I just plug in and every couple of nights or whatever, every few nights and then walk away and get on with my life. Um, I don't need to go to the petrol station anymore, which is great. Um, you know, I'm producing my own power from the roof most of the time, um, not paying someone else to fuel up for me or pay petrol. Uh, that's going overseas. The energy here is homegrown from our sun or the same sun that's, uh, you know, in the sky. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two, sure, the outlay is expensive buying an EV compared to an ICE, but in terms of running costs, it's just amazing. Um, especially from a Tesla, you don't have to maintain it. There's no scheduled servicing. Uh, you just bring it in if you need to. And obviously the electricity is a lot cheaper than fueling a petrol car of equivalent distance. Um, and obviously the last one is the health. So uh, touched on that before. Uh, it's been a lot easier to breathe around the place with uh, zero tailpipe emissions. The family's happier. I'm happier. I'm not, I'm not breathing in diesel or, or petrol. And there's less noise pollution on our streets with less EV, uh, with more EVs and less petrol cars. So uh, I think the benefits go on and on. Um, but they're sort of the main ones that I can um, think of for our family. And what can people look out for coming up soon on your channel? Uh, yeah, yeah. like I said, we're, we're expecting delivery. Sounds like having a baby, you know. Expecting delivery of the Tesla Model Y very soon. Uh, so I think there'll be some fresh content around um, around that, particularly now the Model Ys and Model 3s, the base models come with the LFP battery, which is different to what we've had previously, which is the NMC battery. Uh, so different battery chemistry, different way of charging the cars. So I'm looking forward to um, uh, educating and enlightening our viewers. Uh, I guess that's always been the channel's goal, not to not to be a quick sort of, you know, quick clickbait kind of video. It's more informative, more entertaining, uh, or entertaining too, but more informative, more educational, um, and just hopefully convince uh, the viewer that EVs are a better way to go. Yeah. Okay, Tom, that's great. I think that's pretty much covered my main questions. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks for having me.